The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. How may I take your order? Um, yeah. Can I get your number two summer combo that comes with fresh and saltwater fishing reports? plus tips and a big game overview for this fall with helpful scouting advice? Yes, you may. And that number two summer combo also comes with senior editor for Bass Ken Duke, pro walleye angler Tommy Scarless, 13 co-host Matt Drury, one of the Buzzbiz boys, and Tiffany Lukoski. Is that all right? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Your order will be delivered shortly, and it will be presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Please pull forward to window number two. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I wish you would order me a two liter of cola. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. You know what that's off of? No. Is that don't Super spit, Troopers? Don't spit in this cop's burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super, super Troopers. troopers. Yep. All right, summer combo on today's show. We are talking about fresh saltwater fishing on today's show. Also, scouting for big game seasons just around the corner big game hunting yeah not too far matter of fact uh, about in two weeks is going to begin in colorado yeah mrs bunny is in the house how's it going uh pretty good i'm pretty excited lee lakoski he's going to be taking over uh tips tips yeah the high heels don't fit him very yeah. well but whatever <laughs> he looks good he's got hairy feet matt drury new hit series 13 outdoor channel every tuesday night at 10 p.m eastern time bunny likes that show 13 uh tommy scarless the pro walleye angler how about matt buzzbiss wild game nation wild game innovations gotta check them out on outdoor channel as well 8 30 p.m that is uh, every sunday night right right ken, on outdoor channel ken duke senior editor of bass He's going to talk about crappie fishing. Yeah, and jumping cars. Yeah, jumping cars. All right, so in this outdoor update, uh, Summer Combo Mash Fest, I don't know. With That's Mrs. a lot Bunny, of splashes. It's brought to you by Nissan. Nissan. Because I was like, baby, 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 oh. I like Justin Bieber. You don't betray the bear that loves you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or the Bieber. Is there a story behind that? There is. So... Uh, a guy in Russia, I'm going to call him Igor because I can't, I just Igor because I, I, I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name. Von Lichtenstein. Yeah, something. <laughs> he was fishing in Russia. Yeah. And at his favorite fishing spot, when a bear pounced on him from behind, a brown bear, and began clawing and biting him. At some point during like this brutal attack, and seriously, there's a photo of him. I mean, he gets, he gets, I'm pretty, looking at it right now. He gets pretty messed up. Got a couple of bite wounds there. Yeah. On his face and on his side and arms. At some point, it's amazing. During this mauling, either someone calls him or the bear somehow hits a button on his cell ringer. phone and the ringer went off. And the ringer is Justin Bieber's baby. I was like, it's, baby, yeah. baby, baby, oh. And that scared the bear and off. He must Hey, Justin off. Bieber. Well, I was gonna say, and so, um, yeah, it scared the bear off. And wildlife experts, actually, the ones that came out and investigated the scene and stuff, determined and in the report, um, dictated that um, that is likely what spooked the bear off. Now, but I, I, I bet he was running to get his own phone to see if Justin Bieber was calling. I had, re- <laughs> oh, he was. I had read though that didn't like his granddaughter do this as a joke. Well, yeah, she. she he it's said like a prank, that you know, like, like Justin Bieber isn't really his taste. His granddaughter loaded it on his phone as a joke. I mean, holy crap! I bet he. He couldn't, um, but he can't thank her enough. That's amazing. So there's a handy deal. Instead of taking Mason to the woods, yeah, take Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber with you. you Yeah, bear spray. You just need a boombox on your shoulder, blasting some baby. No, take actually Justin Bieber with you. When the bear is charging, put him in front and he'll be like, baby. And maybe you know what? To make it full effect, take Ludacris as well. Yes. Oh, that would be good. (laughs) Didn't he in that? Yeah. And now my heart. Yes, he is. Frank's got it. He's in it. All right, so uh, there you go. Justin Bieber saves a man in a bear attack. Uh, Pretty cool. In Russia. So let's get more to the summer combo, talking about hunting and fishing. Now, uh, you want to dive into access real quick. Access for hunters and And fishermen fishermen alike. So the problem becomes that a lot of the United States is kind of landlocked by private land and that access is, is a bigger problem. 
Uh, four out of every 10 people who hunt or fish say that they would go more often if they had better access, uh, meaning the weekend people, not the people who have a lot of money and have a lease and everything else. They say that they would go more often. They'd be able to get out if they had better access. So what it comes down to is that a lot of places uh, like Texas is leased up. Unless you have exclusive access to one of these leases, you really aren't able just to go out and be like a weekend hunter. Not unless, a lot of public land there. No, there's not a lot of public land. And here in Kansas, there is a lot of public land. There's Weehaw, there's walk-in hunting acres. However, the private land that's available for hunt is a lot of time leased out exclusively to people who are just hunting for pheasant season or just hunting for deer season. And it's locked up exclusively for just those seasons. So they go to the farm owner, the landowner, and they they um, lease it exclusively for that season. The problem becomes if you're, say, pheasant hunting, there leaves a lot of other opportunity that leaves geese and duck and deer and dove hunting seasons open that that land cannot even be touched. Yeah, but we're not saying that those three guys that lease that property are doing wrong. No, that's what no, I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with wanting your investment to be protected. Um, however, it would there's be... There's other ways of going about well, it. Well, it would be nice if they would open it up and they wouldn't have such an exclusive... Say, so They could want, call us and we would go. It would be right. more advantageous if, let's say, if you leased a piece of ground uh, for pheasant hunting. Well, only you can pheasant hunt on it in the dates that you're going to be there. Maybe even the week before you're there, nobody else is allowed on there. If you're a deer hunter, if you're a duck hunter, not allowing another pheasant hunter or whatever you lease that ground for the initial purpose. Um, but opening it up for other hunters, because how many times did Jimbo said, go out and buy a kid a hunting and fishing license, a lifetime, you know, in the state, spend 150 bucks. It's a great investment. Well, that's wonderful. But if that kid has no place to go. Then what's the point in it? You've got to give children the opportunity. It's no different than building a rec center. You want kids to go and recreate. If they don't have a place to get out and go, they're never going to do it. They're going to sit inside. You guys are absolutely right. But the fact of the matter is, if the guys have leased the land, uh, they do have control of it. They do. But I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to plant a seed in the minds of the people who are actually doing this, that if you're only using it for a sole purpose, a singular purpose, then maybe look to some groups that could possibly use it when you're not going to be there exactly. and open it up to that because you have to have a certain amount of control. It's, it's no different than having a timeshare, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's all for the greater good of hunters. Giving other people an opportunity. Is that yeah. like Obama? Share yeah. the wealth. Share the wealth. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah. We're going to get mail on this one. I just said that. What is wrong with me? Mrs. Bunny, it's all your fault. I think it is. You yeah. know what I say? But I brought you Justin Bieber. Baby, baby, baby. You know, one of the things that Girl, I, I don't need no Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say that that I think the American sportsman, the American hunter, is uh, probably some of the most generous, generous benevolent of, of, people. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so if you're listening to this and you have the ability to be able to help some of these other people out, uh, you know, go ahead and do it. It's you no know. different than take a kid fishing. You know, you're, you're trying next to, generation. to spark the next generation of outdoorsmen and women. And if we don't give people the opportunity, we're not saying let everybody in the whole world hunt on your ground, but maybe some people that you know, you know, old Tim down the road or Lisa, the bakery that wants to go hunting but can't just let a select few. We're not saying everybody. Yeah. But a few. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mrs. Bunny, let them shoot the inferior bucks and does. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You want to take a doe. And you can have that. Let's say if you're a deer hunter, well, I don't want you shooting a, a buck. You can shoot a doe. That's yeah. it. I, I mean, how many times have we done that? I go to a guy's property and do that all the time. He doesn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Mrs. Bunny, you're amazing. Oh, thank you. What's your favorite Justin Bieber song? Uh, I'm kind of into the baby right now. That's kind of my <laughs> mode right now. Yeah. I'm about to drop one. Because you're so. fixing to have a baby, yeah. baby. And she's going to go, oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so uh, Summer Combo on today's show. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to have Lee Lukoski in Tiff's Tips. Also, Matt Drury talking about that new show on Outdoor Channel. Pretty cool. Every uh, Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel 13. What is 13 in Spanish, Mrs. Bunny? 
Trace, I believe. Trace! I'm confusing myself. All right, don't go <laughs> it's anywhere. Actually, at, at the Mexican restaurant, it's also uh, a... It's a fish it's taco. A beef and bean burrito. And yeah. a cheese burrito <laughs> at the Mexican restaurant just down the street. All right, so uh, Summer Cover on today's show. Don't go anywhere. Here is a word from Mr. P, Big Daddy P. Don't go anywhere. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Also, Nissan, nissanusa.com, Ruger, Ruger.com. How about High Mount Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com, and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter, Cabela's.com, and Extreme Beam, ExtremeBeam.com. Man, teamwork, I'm digging it. Don't go anywhere. Lee Dukoski, Matt Drury coming up next. This is a Summer Combo. Stay tuned. Outdoor Channel's Guide to Big Game Scouting. First of all, recognize big game magnets on a map or handheld GPS, and then hit the ground to identify the following. Food sources, bedding and staging areas, funnels, pinch points. Then try to locate early scrapes, and quite possibly, you'll unravel a rub line. Finally, set your trail cameras according to your finds and avoid facing them directly south or west due to overexposure from the sun. Now, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution is a great resource to turn to for big game scouting, and we'll return after the break. We are starting out our season with a bang. For Lee and Tiffany, it was love at first shot. I'm sitting here admiring Lee's uh, big bull. Wait all year for this hunt. Big bull. Now they're a match made in outdoor heaven. I've been practicing my out calling. Oh no. <laughs> We're about ready to put a big buck in the truck. Besides a big buck, what else do you need? Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Sunday nights at 7.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. The hunting is going to be good. The Nissan Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261-horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out, the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one. But the Frontier does have the first-in-class Utilitrack cargo-carrying system to strap down your big game. Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features. 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. The Ruger SR45. A large caliber pistol with a trim, ergonomic profile. Like the popular Ruger SR9 and SR40. The SR45 is perfectly sized to be comfortable and controllable with a slim, ergonomic grip and narrow slide. It features an adjustable three-dot sight system. Ruger's unique reversible backstrap an ambidextrous manual safety and magazine release, and built-in Picatinny rail. The Ruger SR45, another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Today's ninth installment of Tiff's Tips with Tiffany Lukoski from The Crush that's exclusively on Outdoor Channel every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern is brought to you by The Crush Live Deer Cam. Watch it 24-7, 365 at thecrush.tv. And by the way, Lee's taken over, and he's got advice for close encounters. It's amazing how used to people does deer get you know which really helps for hunting that's what i always tell people I mean, we may have talked about that before we have these seminars on that you know i always used to be you know want to keep as low pressure on your deer as you possibly can but you want to have consistent pressure like we're on these deer every single day you know where they see us they know us and they're they're i mean we're just driving out you know before i came in the house and the deer you know stand in the field at 20 yards and watch this block you know go by because you know really nine months a year i'm feeding them everything they do that i do is that you know help them you know we're mowing and feeding and putting out sugar bee crush and selling feeders and stuff they're used to us all the time just like you see deer like in the neighborhood you know they'll be bedding down and they'll be laying in people's yards they're used to them there all the time they never bother them so that's like the whole nine months in a row that's like that deer don't mind us at all and we get the hunting season we hunt them the same way so in a 12-month period that pressure on them really never changes they're always good with it Today's ninth installment of Tiff Tips with Tiffany Lukoski that Lee Lukoski secretly performed. And by the way, watch their show, The Crush, that's exclusively on Outdoor Channel every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, was brought to you by The Crush Live Deer Cam. Watch it 24-7, 365 at thecrush.tv. So let's continue our summer combo with Jim and Trav. We always look at this first phase as the new beginning. And if we're on a deer, a daylight walker, you have a chance of taking him if you get the right weather event. But more often than not, Terry and I generally use it to hone our skills, get ready for the season that's in front of us, and sometimes we do a little bit of dough management. All right, there you have it, folks. 
That was Mark Jury talking about their new Smash series, uh, 13 Outdoor Channels, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This is... Hey, this is The Revolution, and uh, welcome back to our summer combo. We're covering fresh and saltwater fishing and big game scouting. Before the break, Mrs. Bonnie uh, talked about Igor. Igor. Uh, he was mauled by a bear. And he Justin, was mauled by Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber <laughs> saved his life. Also talking about hunting and fishing access. Very With serious. Lee Likoski. No, Lee Likoski was talking about management. Uh, anyways, gender specific? No, they're not. Tips, tips with Lee Likoski. Pretty cool. Just now being enjoyed. We got it. I don't know if our notes were wrong or there was a scheduling mix up. Not Matt Drury. Well, maybe Matt doesn't like I it. don't like talking to Matt. So I'm glad we're talking to Terry Drury, his dad. Anyways, Terry, uh, you got this new show, 13 Outdoor Channel, once again, Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That's a good time. But at 13, you're talking about the different phases of deer hunting. Not only are you making 13 original shows for your show, 13, but there's different stages you go through uh, while trying to harvest a deer. Now, 13, a new beginning. You mentioned it, it basically kicks off a four-month grind of deer hunting. Why don't you kind of elaborate on that, man? Well, you know, 13 was a concept that just kind of was a brain trust collectively of everybody there at Dre Outdoors. But from a chronological standpoint, we looked at these phases that a whitetail goes through, yeah. and much of it is a physiological aspect, uh, along with the way the days flip through each and every year, a deer changes, and the tactics and techniques that you got to implement also change. So our strategies, by default, have changed each and every year, and we finally kind of started marking it down and, and comparing notes over the last several years. And uh, first and foremost, Mother Nature is the one that we're up against each and every day. But as they go through a phase and a change, so do we as a hunter. And our tactics change, our skill sets change, uh, the mannerisms in which we approach the blinds change, where we sit changes, and we just wanted to try and help other hunters uh, see if they could identify these phases, take it to the field, and make it advantageous for them. Yeah. Now, you, you talk about the uh, 13 phases of a deer. Now, when does this start, right at the end of the last season, or is it later on uh, in the spring? You know, you literally could go 365 days a year and yeah. show everything from the shed antlers falling off their head to the immediate new growth of, of the antlers coming back on and what it does as far as their body changes and body weights and, and trying to put that body weight back on and supplementing them with carbohydrates to, to get that fat level up and then protein when they need it with legumes. So there's a, a whole nother aspect to it. But for sake of time, we wanted to try and uh, really kind of hone in on the, on the hunting side of things. And that's what we did. We identified those 13 phases. And, uh, and that's really more to help the, the hunter that's out there trying to learn and say, where are they at and, and what are they doing right now? And that's really what we're trying to identify. And then a tactic to kind of combat what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Once again, we're talking with Terry Jury. Got to check him out. Brand new show, 13 on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Like you mentioned, I mean, we are constantly evolving as a civilization. I mean, we are growing daily by leaps and bounds. Do you think wildlife in general? is the same way i mean you know they say oh you know deer i mean they they can't catch on to new technology new advances like humans can do you think that's true to a point or do you think that wildlife deer especially uh they they are hunted so hard and it is the most popular big game animal in north america do you think that they're getting smarter as a species as well well, evolving is a great word. I mean, you put it so eloquently because that's exactly what's happened. So in answer to question, yes, the creative uh, designs that we put on our food plots and our location of our tree stands, and it's just, it's all such an evolution. And, and I would agree with you. I think the deer herd has evolved as well. And a lot of it because of number one, hunting pressure, number two, the way the, uh, you know, just the way the weather has been over the last several years. And I'm sure it was like that historically for decades, but it seems as though it's, it's a little more severe nowadays. Uh, and with that being said, EHD, I'm sure it's been here for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but it seems as though they have to evolve to get through it. I think hunting seasons, I, and, and Mark and I noticed it because it varies from state to state is when the rut kicks in. And mm -hmm. a lot of that is because of the, the hunting season and the bag limits and when the pressure is on that particular deer herd. So Illinois might be slightly different than Missouri. Missouri might be slightly different than Iowa. Some of it is because there are different subspecies, but some of it is truly from outside pressure where 
that hunting pressure and the fact that the season kicks in on certain dates actually has made that deer herd uh, change the cycle of their rut just slightly. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Terry Drury, and he has a new program called 13. Got to check it out on Outdoor Channel. That is Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. You're absolutely going to love it. Mr. Terry, where can we find you guys online, and where can we find out more about your awesome co-host, your brother Mark? How about uh, Taylor and Matt and also Gary LaVox? Where can we find you guys online? Well, DruryOutdoors.com. It's real easy to go on there and, and take a look. We've got everything on our website. Uh, we just recently started downloadable DVDs. So yeah. You can put it on your laptop or your iPhone. And if you're traveling, you know, across the country while you, uh, you can check us out. All the DVDs are downloadable now. And I don't think there's too many producers doing that at this point. I, but, uh, we wanted to get to that platform and we were able to do that. So Mark is somewhere in the Northeast. He and Taylor and Tracy. I think they did a, uh, a grand opening at Cabela's up by near Buffalo, I believe. This oh, weekend. wow. So he was, last pictures I got, he was close to Niagara Falls there somewhere. <laughs> In <laughs> a barrel. <laughs> yeah, he was with Ernie Calandrelli, a really, really good buddy of ours with, yeah. uh, with Quaker Boy. Oh, so cool. They were uh, doing a little bit of fishing, I believe. Hey, you know, and, and also, when you're at work, if your boss isn't watching, hop on YouTube. There's tons of videos you can watch. And just, uh, I guess, switch the screen and pretend like you're working when he comes back. Yeah, you can, you can watch Mark go over the falls. <laughs> yeah, watch him go over the falls live. That's going to be a new show. All right, got to check him out once again on Outdoor Channel. That is a Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 13. Awesome new show. A big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Ruger, Nissan, High Mount Seasoning, Cabela's, and Extreme Beam. This is a summer combo. Who we got coming up next? Coming up next is the walleye champ. Mr. Tommy Scarlett. Old Twinkle Toes Tommy. He is coming up next. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere, Mr. P. He has something to say. But, Terry, man, thank you so much uh, for calling in. But once again, we didn't want to talk to Matt. Uh, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. I hope everybody has a safe and successful season. Nissan says, stay positive and don't let the warm water temps get you down. The dog days of summer have arrived, and with the water temperatures quickly moving into the high 70 and 80 degree range, the daytime bite seems to be almost non-existent. Bass can be caught all summer long, day and night, and there is a secret weapon anglers have been using for some time, the tube bait. Anglers that successfully use tube baits swear by them, and they can be fished as a bait fish or drug along or drifted as a crawfish imitation, giving them versatility to be used almost 365 days a year. Tubes can also be customized with adding scent or rattles to enhance the attraction of their design. So if you haven't already, sign up for our weekly e-newsletter by writing us at radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com, and we'll return with more summer combo after this word from our sponsors. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. Gun Stories, hosted by Joe Montaigne. We go behind the barrel with historians, shooters, and experts. A riveting journey through the history of firearms. These are the three finest American shotguns ever made. Clint Eastwood's got this gun. I gotta have one. Midway USA's Gun Stories, Wednesday nights, 8 Eastern, on Outdoor Channel. Meet the gun that almost won the West. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef way to cook outdoors. Hunting just got tastier with high mountain seasonings and their vast array of spices, seasonings, camp meals, rubs and shakers. Sprinkle the best of western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. It's not like you discovered a unicorn or something. Yeah, it's totally freaking me out. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, this is our summer combo show. We're covering s- stuff. We're covering stuff. <laughs> We're covering stuff on today's show. We're covering 
We're covering fishing and big game scouting and other stuff. And as stuff. I get a drink of coffee. Before the break, though, we heard from uh, Lee Likoski and Tiff's tips. And also, you know, Tiffany, she was taking the week off. Also, Terry Jury. We're supposed to hear from Matt. We heard from Terry Jury. I'd like him much better. New show. Uh, 13, check it out, Outdoor Channel. Every it's it's Tuesday a half night. a season of 24 is what it is. Tuesday night, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. All right, Summer Combo, just now being joined by a Tommy Scarless, the Walleye Prince. Uh, Frank, you got that clip ready? Our Frank's going to play clip. Take a listen. You know, the focus today is walleye fishing, and most walleye fishermen do pretty much the same things in the same places. Our goal is to use some different tactics to target walleye in deep water, summertime, midsummer patterns. All right, so what they're talking about is the same common practices that most walleye anglers use. They uh, jig fish, uh, they use live bait rigs, maybe bottom bouncers and spinners. For the most part, these tactics, they do work. Yeah. I mean, they're trying and true, but these guys are talking about stepping outside of the box, and they draw a lot of parallels uh, to bass fishing this time of year. Do you actually implement possibly some uh, bass fishing uh, 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 tactics when you're out there on the water? Do you find this holds true, Tommy? Well, yeah, you know, a fish is a fish is a fish, and they do do a lot of crossover. We're actually using a lot of walleye tactics for crappie in some of our crappie events. So Are you really? If, you, if Yeah, if you can catch a bass on a, on a lure, you can catch a, a walleye on a lure, you can catch a crappie on a lure. The one thing that, you know, you don't want to overlook, though, are tactics that a lot of bass anglers don't use, which is speed trolling. I do a lot of trolling. Um, I go extremely fast when I troll. And uh, late season, we've got a lot of fish that are hitting Salmo Hornets, hitting Berkeley Flicker Shads, and other uh, radical crankbaits at at three miles an hour, even sometimes up to four miles an hour. Oh, wow. They'll strike it viciously. Yeah, they'll key in on that. Now, going back to what you said, a fish is a fish is a fish, okay? And if we know our tackle and we get out there, Tommy, do you think that uh, more times than not, we beat ourselves and we're not beat by the fish? You have a tendency to overthink things, and that's what you were alluding to. Sometimes we second guess uh, what we're doing and we start switching up our tactics uh, and we, we leave the body of water just empty handed. Do you think most of the time, uh, fishermen and women, you, you beat yourself before the fish do? Well, you know, I tell you, the reason being is, is that we think that it's the jig. We think that it's the lure a lot of times. Yeah. Sometimes we think it's the presentation where you have to go back to the foundation of fish. Yeah. Uh, and then years ago, uh, ironically, with the lenders who started in fishermen, fish plus location plus presentation equals success. Yeah. And if you're not on top of fish, you're not going to catch them. What I try to do is stay on top of fish. I'm watching my electronics closely, making sure I'm marking fish. And if, I, if I'm if i successful in one area, that's to where I'm going to zoom out on the map, take a look at my navionics, and what type of structure am I fishing? Mm-hmm. Am I on a hump that tops out at 20 foot? Well, if that's the case, then I'm going to look at the Navionics map, and I'm going to find other humps that top out at 20 foot and go duplicate that pattern. Instead of trying to bring out the magic lure, if anglers would focus more on the location of the fish, they're going to be more successful. Yeah. Now, you talk about various lures that you're using this time of the year. Do you change line size? Do you go lighter in the uh, late summer, early fall? You know, a lot of times I, I kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. Uh-huh. If, you know, later on in the fall or later summer, early fall, you're going to get a lot of algae in the water, a lot of stain in the water. So visibility is going to be diffused even more. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that those fish are going to be quite as line shy. In turn, I'm going to use the same line that I always use, good old Berkeley Trilane XT. Mm-hmm. And uh, that line right there is, is durable. It's a monofilament, so it's going to stretch a little bit. And, you know, I think a lot of people have made the mistake where they're fishing a lot of super lines. And don't get me wrong, I fish a ton of fire line. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm going back and fishing a lot more Trilane XL and XT, mm-hmm. which is a monofilament that has stretch, and I'm losing a lot less fish. Okay. Uh, now, that XT stands for extra tough? XT is extra tough. XL is extra limp. Oh. <laughs> kind of like your bacon, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's not going to play the bacon sitting next to me. That's no joke. Now, you know, you're talking about scouting. We're talking about fresh and saltwater fishing right now, plus big game scouting. And the same thing applies to when you're fishing. 
You have to go out there and scout if you want to be successful. You got to hunt them. You got to hunt them. And that's what everybody, you know, if you're a hunter right now, you, you got your trail cams out. Uh, you, you got your blinds in place. You're clearing shooting lanes. Uh, you, you're trying to key in on those locations where you're going to find deer. And then you can implement your tactics when the season's open. But if you don't know where the fish are or the deer, elk, whatever you're pursuing, uh, you're just wasting your time. And that's what you're saying. It goes back to scouting. Yeah, you can't be successful if you're not on top of fish or if you're not around animals. Yeah. And, you know, the, the key to fishing that has really changed my life is Navionics cartography, uh-huh. where I can actually duplicate programs, That's find cool. more spots, and catch more fish. The other neat thing about Navionics is if you've got an old Navionics chip, they also have updates that for 99 bucks you can do the same thing and update your old chip. So lots of ways to find the critters. With uh, Navionics cartography, Jim's uh, Jim's wife is updating. Yeah, Jim. she's going now for a seventies <laughs> model. <laughs> she's going to trade him in for two thirty three. Yeah, t- <laughs> thirty three and a third. We're talking summer combo on today's show. Just uh, we were just joined by Tommy Scarlet, the pro walleye angler, the the angling king when it comes to walleye. Uh, where can we find you online, buddy? If you want to find me online, you can go to Facebook. I've got an athlete page, which is a great place to look. Woo! And uh, another great place to go is uh, www.evanrude.com. And uh, find everything you need to know there. They've actually got forums and everything at uh, eNation. You bet. Hey, that's Tommy Scarless, and this guy's talking about walleye fishing and how it parallels bass fishing. Who's coming up next? <laughs> Matt Busbis. Anyway, sorry about that. Wild Game Nation. Check him out Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Matt Busbis is coming up next. Uh, big thank you, though, to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, and Extreme Beam. Got to get to a break. Here's Mr. Mark. Don't go anywhere. Listen to what this guy has to say. Uh, Tommy, Jimbo, and I appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem, guys. Outdoor Channel on making evaluations. By carefully studying your trail cam photos, you can better determine sex ratios, age class, genetics, population numbers, and overall health of the species you'll be hunting this fall. These photos may reveal critical information to you, and they could ultimately predict your hunting future. So take your time, analyze every detail, and expose your targeted game's daily habits and capitalize on your season off of the intel you gather. So share your trail cam pictures and finds with us by posting them to facebook.com forward slash adventures of dad and me the explorer's dream is to see something new to go someplace uncharted to be able to come to their lands to share their hunting cultures with them to be a part of them is still a possibility but you can't go to these uncharted parts of the world without accepting some measure of risk The Outdoor Channel Original Series, Uncharted, Wednesdays at 7 Eastern. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Hunters across America flock to Colorado. Find out why and buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the star of our show. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Here are the boys. Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed old uh, Tommy Scarless. This guy can catch fish out of a bathtub. He is a beautiful walleye angler. His smile. He's got great facial hair, Does too. strange things to me. All right, so we are talking. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I we- don't either. This is our summer combo, and I, I, I got to say it. 
Matt Busbis. He's with Wild Game Nation. Got to check him out on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Wild Game Innovations. I got to do it, Matt. He's too sexy for his shirt. Too sexy for his shirt. So sexy. Ooh, it hurts, Big Bill. Uh, yeah. If you could have seen Trav's face on that one, uh, Matt. Matt, how's it going, buddy? I'm good, Jim and Trav. Thanks for having me here. Oh, we're glad you came on. Uh, now, summer combo. Okay? Are you really too sexy for your shirt? Yes, he is. We're talking about fishing and preseason big game scouting. Obviously, at uh, Wild Game Innovations, you guys are extremely innovative. Have some really cool... It's in their name. Some, yeah, dope products, man, that can help us to become better hunters, can make our seasons more successful. Uh, but what should we be doing right now when it comes to big game scouting? Preseason, what's hot, what's not? What should we be implementing in the woods? Yeah, well, the main things right now, I mean, we're talking pre-season, early season tactics. You got to be scouting right now with your trail cameras. Uh, We're really gearing up right now in Louisiana at our place, uh, the home property. We we run as many trail cameras as we have trees. And and (laughs) that's a very good tactic uh, if you can afford it. We recommend every single tree to put a trail camera because we feel <laughs> even with that, we still don't have enough. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing I love, I mean, there is a lot of trail cameras out there, but you guys are so reasonably priced, you know, where everybody can afford them. I mean, you're not going to break the bank buying you guys' products in their quality products. What I like about them, too, though, is not only that, yeah, they're reasonably priced, but I, hey, I got a three and a half hour drive to my property. Yeah. And every time I go, that trail camera better be fully functioning when <laughs> I'm there because I am very meticulous about what I get on my trail camera and if it's working properly. And that's something that we focus on is quality and performance. And that's, and that goes for our feeders as, as well. If you're in a feeder friendly state and you put out a brand new wild game feeder, we want it. You got to know that you're going to go back there and that thing's been going off twice a day or however many times you programmed it. We just want, by the way, we just launched a new attractant, uh, called Scrape Blaster. It's the first aerosol powered scrape maker. So really? it re- literally blasts away the debris and leaves and dirt and it leaches into the soil and it has all the preorbital gland scents, uh, various urine mixes, uh, both buck and doe. But it also has a new proprietary ingredient called glow coat, mm-hmm. which is a visual stimulant that picks up on their UV senses. Deer can see in a different UV spectrum than humans. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of like those new UV baits, lures, you know, the ultraviolet. Exactly. They're really picking up. You know, you don't want to use that as like an aerosol body spray. That is going <laughs> to hurt. And we got to mention, though, real quick, Wild Game Nation. Got to check them out Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, real quick, Matt, before we go on with this, buddy, to find out more about Wild Game Nation, Wild Game Innovations, where can we find you guys online? We are on Facebook. Uh, we got uh, both pages, Wild Game Innovations and Wild Game Nation. Yeah. Uh, we have a website, wildgameinnovations.com. Yeah. Well, I want to get back to uh, trail cams here. Uh, you know, we have several trail cams. We have none of yours. I'm sorry to say, but uh, that I gotta that, go. I gotta go. <laughs> like you guys, but suck. the fact of the matter is, uh, we have a problem with the trigger speed on the thing because I see a lot of butts, but I don't see too many heads. <laughs> well, let me tell you about that. That's something that we actually just put our friends Lee and Tiffany to the test. The Lakoskis. Oh, them. Yeah, <laughs> if you've heard of that that cute couple on the Outdoor Channel. <laughs> Lee's they, the better uh, looking one. <laughs> they switched to Wild Game Innovations trail cameras two years ago, uh-huh. and they literally tried ours, <clears throat> and they were so impressed. They literally called and asked if they can, you know, if we can work a deal and get, get something going with Wild Game, because they're, they want something that works. And they literally put them to the test the other day, because... They they were uh there there was some advertising going on about trail cameras out there with blank photos and they said <laughs> our wild game trail cameras really do work that's why we switched to them and they literally just filmed 
Tiffany pretending to be a deer. Oh, she's a doe. Or a doe, yeah, but I think she put a deer antler rack on her head. So. She's confused. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so she kind of walked, you know, kind of briskly through the uh, trigger speed trail, and the camera went off, captured her, sent her subject, and kind of Lita said, look, I don't know what all this uh, blank photo advertising is about, but Wild Game is certainly capturing every picture of all of our deer that they manage farms on Iowa and Kansas properties. So let me tell you, they, they use cameras more than I know of anybody. Actually, I think we use cameras more than most, but they certainly use trail cameras religiously. You know, it's funny. I was actually talking to Lee the other day, uh, not in an interview, but, you know, we're, we are talking about management and the importance of trail cameras and how it lets you take an inventory of the animals on your land. And like you were saying, whether you need to manage the does, take some call bucks, whatever. But we got into the aspect of poaching. And he said, you know, we don't really have a problem with poaching. We more or less have a problem with shed hunters. And he was saying, you know, to basically reiterate what you said, they have trail cameras on pretty much every single tree. And he was talking about the clarity of the image and the the trigger speed that your cameras have. Uh, that they can pick up absolutely every detail if someone is walking through their property and it has a greatly curtailed trespassing as well. Absolutely. Uh, that's a very good thing to bring up and yeah. something that we've actually been focusing on lately. Uh, some of our new wild game trail cameras, if you, if you, if you check out our website or whatever, if you see them at a store, You'll notice this new TrueBart texturing technology uh-huh. and that they're much smaller. We, we not only want to monitor deer and the game and the, and, and the animals that we're scouting, but we also want to monitor poachers in the area, trespassers, and ha- make our cameras so small and make them blend into the tree to where they exactly. will not steal the camera if they are caught that, you know, it's almost, you feel like you're living in a in some sort of futuristic iRobot world that, with some of these things that we're working on. Will Smith is in it. Yeah, Will Smith <laughs> is in it. Where there's there's Transformers and it's stuff. Wild, wild, wild. You know, not only is it a management tool, but it's also an insurance policy. Oh, for sure, it is a uh, it is a, it's a tool that I don't know what I did before. We had them. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Matt Busbis, and of course, he has a program called Wild Game Nation. It's on Outdoor Channel Sunday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, also check him out at wildgameinnovations.com. That's what you got to do. All right, we got to get to a break. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, and Extreme Beam. They will light the way. Hey, by the way, old Baldy, Ken Duke, he is coming up next. He is the senior editor. He's not going to like that. Senior editor for Bass, he is coming up next as we continue our summer combo. Anyways, Matt, man, thank you so much uh, for coming on, buddy. We greatly appreciate you. Jim and Trav, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you all having me. All right, stick around. Don't go anywhere. Ken Duke is coming up next. And here is a word from Mark, Mr. P. Hitting the back roads with Nissan. Scouting begins long before you ever set foot in your chosen hunting area. So before you pick your hunting grounds, first consider its access points. Poorly maintained, dead-end roads tend to minimize hunter traffic. And in general, a paved road will have more hunters near it than an unpaved road. Also, a through road, a dirt road that connects two paved roads together, will always have more traffic on it than a dead-end road. So in short, avoid maintained roads entirely and select your hunting locale near the neglected ones. So there's more summer combo to be heard on our Tuesday, Thursday podcast at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. What are you supposed to do to a shooter buck? Shooter him. Ted Nugent. The bacon has landed. The guitar shredding showman. I'm a happy, happy bow hunting guitar playing American dreamer. Now brings the noise on Outdoor Channel. I'm like drunk on backstraps and mystical flights of the arrow. You called me Miracle Boy. Texas with a bow and arrow doesn't suck at all. Ted Nugent, Spirit of the Wild, Tuesday nights at 8.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Spirit of the Wild, pure horsepower television, baby. Plan the best hunt you can by purchasing Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls today. Call 719-661-4037. Hey, if anyone lost a Tommy Bahama shirt, it's in the lost and found, along with 100 pairs of sunglasses. So, Jim, go 
get your shirt. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. And uh, just before the break, we heard from Matt Buzzbice with Wild Game Nation. Uh, it airs on uh, Outdoor Channel Sundays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Trev. Yeah, I got to hop on, check it out. Uh, nothing better to do on a Sunday night, but watch Outdoor Channel. Just some good old boys. Never meaning no harm. You mean harm. Yes, You I wear do. shorter shorts and tighter shorts than Daisy did. Thank you. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Jim always brags he has Hollywood I, legs. I buy Tommy Bahama shorts. They're short. They they're, sh- they're really short. You know what? They're short. The I mean, short. The operative word in that sentence is shorts. No, inappropriately short. Uh, <laughs> now, all right, Summer Combo on today's show. Just now being, oh, Ken Duke. That's why we played it anyways. Uh, Ken Duke, and he is the senior editor for Bass Publications. Mr. Ken, how's it going, buddy? Guys, it's great. Jim and Trav, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, things are going good. Just got off the road from our Elite Series event in Philadelphia. It's good to be back home, and hopefully have a chance to do a little fishing. Yeah, and how did the Elite Series go there, man? Mike Iaconelli, you know, one of the most well-known pros out there, he won the tournament just, just going away. He absolutely really? dominated the field. And uh, he had a huge home field advantage, guys, and, and he he uh, used it for all it was worth. He he just uh, he was the only guy who caught a limit every day, hmm. and, and he just pretty much put a... a big butt kicking on everyone all right now you were in philadelphia and you were following the elite series tournament now we're talking about uh, late summer fishing what kind of patterns did you uh see up there well you know since the delaware is a, a river and a relatively shallow river at that uh most of the fish caught were were caught pretty shallow they were caught by the guys who were flipping and pitching around uh all kinds of structure and cover from seawalls to little points and and uh, drains to uh, Mike, I can only cut some of the fish off shopping carts. <laughs> more about Philadelphia than uh, bass patterns, but uh, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff you got to go after when you're out there. <laughs> I wonder if he marked all those. You know what they say, though? A lot of times when you're out on guys on the river, like old abandoned cars in the lakes and yeah. stuff, sometimes the best fishing in the lake is in a car. Trevor, you're absolutely right. And guys were catching them in cars. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. man. There's, so it was, it was that crazy. bizarre. And, you know, the Delaware's uh, an old. Old, very industrial river, yeah. heavily used for hundreds of years now, and it's got all kinds of stuff in the water, some stuff that's natural, like some vegetation and things like that. And some yeah, Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Nothing would surprise me at the Delaware River. Yeah. Well, you know, I have noticed uh, when I've been out fishing that, uh, you know, we always talk about main lake points and so forth, but there's a lot of different points. You could have a point on a uh, bed of uh, uh, water lilies. Okay. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and you know, and and that's one of the things. I'm lucky because I get to follow the best fishermen in the world around and and observe what they're doing and so forth. And, and the guys who are really good and who really break it down, they look at a patch of weeds like it's its own body of water. Yeah. Uh, they treat it like it's its own reservoir, and, and they're looking at uh, points in there. They're looking at cuts and and coves. And they're looking for little drops, all within that one weed bed. And I think uh, a lot of casual anglers overlook that. And, you know, my lament is that, that now that I get to hang out with some of the best fishermen in the world, I no longer get an opportunity to go fishing. But uh, <laughs> I wish I did. I, I feel like I know a lot, guys. I just, I just feel it now. He yeah. feels it deep down in his soul now. Ken Duke, oh, we're talking <laughs> with Ken Duke. He's the senior editor for Bass Publications uh, right now on the line. Now, if He's we one find, of the good guys. Yeah, if we want to find uh, you guys online, uh, check out your magazine, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that cool stuff before we go on with this, buddy. Uh, where can we find you online? You know, the best way is Bassmaster.com. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletters there. You can definitely check in on all the tournament coverage. And, and of course, we'd love for people to join the organization. Uh, you can join online, uh, pick up Bassmaster Magazine on the newsstands, uh, uh, become a member, get it delivered to you, Bass Times as well. You bet. One of the patterns that I had, uh, had found that was very, very productive, and, and a guy saw me walking out to my boat with a rake. And he said, what are you going to do with that? And he says, I'm going to, I told him I'm going to rake in some fish. Well, what I did is I went to these big, <laughs> big mats of hydrilla. Okay. And I made holes in them, you know, all the way down. And then what I did is I came back about three or four hours later and I dropped a jig down in those holes, just like you were ice fishing. And you can't believe the number of fish I caught out of doing just that. You're absolutely right about that. And you know, um, I did a book with Glenn Lau, you know, the legendary, uh, oh, yeah. cinematographer. Uh-huh. And, uh, he told me that one of his favorite techniques here in Florida is just to take his boat 
and run it through the heavy patches of weeds, just blast right through it and churn that stuff up, get those water shrimp, those, those freshwater shrimp and so forth moving. And then he says he, he'll, he'll go out and he'll anchor or, or put a power pole down or something and give it 15 or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he says he'll have the best action of the day. So all that same, you know, that same basic philosophy that you're talking about there, uh, several different approaches, but I think they all work. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just recently had Scott Suggs on. Do you remember Scott? Oh, yeah. First guy to win a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, boy, what a neat guy to have on the air and, and very, very knowledgeable about bass fishing. Well, he, he certainly is. And uh, he doesn't fish too many BASS events, no. but uh, that guy is really good. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you almost picked out uh, the other side there. Yeah. That's FLW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's... Dark side, as we call it. <laughs> I, yeah. That's what I was thinking. What are you trying to do? Well, I thought it was flaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're actually coming up to an ad break. Uh, Ken, to find out more about you, find out about Bass, possibly some of these events. It, it is so much fun to go and just check out uh, uh, these cool events and everything that happens. I mean, it, Make fun of Tommy Sanders. I would make fun of Tommy Sanders. I do <laughs> all the time. Anyways, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, Bassmaster.com, guys. Just check it out. You'll find uh, the articles that I write for our company as well as in the magazines, of course. And you learn a lot about our organization, which has been around for, wow, 46 years now. Wow. wow. Long hey. time. Hey, that was Ken Duke, and of course, he's the senior editor of Bass Publications. Got to check him out online. He's such a great guy. Uh, anyways, we are talking about Summer Combo on today's show. Got to get to a break. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasoning, Scabellas, and Extreme Beam. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Mr. Ken, man, thanks so much, buddy. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Always enjoy your show. Outdoor Channel on finding the thermocline. Anglers often overlook the value of the thermocline, and hands down, it's one of the most important factors when looking to catch summer trout. In any body of water, when surface temperature rises above 80 degrees, the thermocline is a sanctuary for trout because it harbors cooler water and food. Locating the thermocline isn't as challenging as it might seem, and most reservoirs take daily or weekly readings to keep track of it, and the officials often make their findings public. High-end fish finders can also indicate where the zone is, but your best bet may be to call local marinas, tackle shops, and lake offices to ask how deep the thermocline is. Well, there's countless fishing tips just like this waiting for you at OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. So take a listen and enjoy. Perceive what lies ahead. Change, 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 change. Contemplate revolution. The threshold of a new world. Change, change, change. The revolution with Jim and Trav. Man, wasn't that exciting? Terry Drury. Matt's daddy was on instead of him. He's uh, a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Uh, big thank you to Terry Drury. Also, Lee Likoski. How about Tommy Scarless? There's a waste of time. Matt Busbis and Ken Duke, senior editor of Bass with Mrs. Bunny. Thank you the most. You bet, Jeff. You're so much more fun than Jim. Lovely to be here. Yeah, hey, we'd like to thank our 430 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Crenary, and Frank the Sound Guy. All right, so your local news weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Take some kids hunting and fishing with you this weekend and pack them on your snacks. property they're gonna get hungry that's right jimbo gets he gets hangry in the woods all right gotta get to a break we love you peace out uh go to church this weekend bye In a production of Outdoor Trails Radio Network. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.